go. Hello, mommy. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> are you sure you're fine? You're laughing too much. What's going on? Yeah, I'm fine. So, people, before we start the episode, just a disclaimer. Um, we've, you're using Zoom to record. So, if there are a bit of audio issues, bear with us because um, the corona cases have been rising in uh, Ghana, especially Accra, where me and mommy are. So, it's been difficult to go to the studio and record. You know, it's an enclosed space, that kind of thing. But, rest assured, we'll still be recording and giving you episodes. So, now that we're done with the disclaimer, the sixth episode, <laughs> what's your flavor? Mommy, what are you today? Um, I am penne a la vodka. Ooh, the one from Pomona? Sure. That is, I love that pasta, man. That Pomona pasta. Yeah. Just, it's mwah. really fun. It is, it is very That's good. Mm-hmm. What are you today? Hmm, I'm trying to think. You know what? I had a chicken burger from Burger King last week and it was really good so I'm going to be that I'm going to be that I think it's called a chicken sandwich or something so I'm that I'm that item from Burger King so yeah okay because it's been a while since I've had Burger King so I was like yeah yeah that's good well we've been on quite a long break I think the last episode yeah bro early December we did a Wakoswa vegan eat um, yeah, and well, it's been like almost two months now we've not recorded. Yeah, but we've also been yeah. busy doing things, you know. And basically now, but we are back. Um, this week has actually been crazy for me because I've like last week I recorded one episode back for my of my video game podcast. Yesterday we did one with pod takes, and now today this. It's a good week for my podcast basically because they've all been. Yeah. Probably, I'm proud of you for the consistency. Wait, wait, can you say that again? I said I'm proud of you for the consistency. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it, was, it was a long time coming. Like, I think the break was long, and I think even like we started getting messages that, bro, when you guys recording, you know, what's going on? So I was like, okay, you know what? We have to satisfy the fans. Yeah, um, <clears throat> this week, I like finally showed my face on my Instagram stories. And that was a huge thing, all right. Because I opened my eyes and mommy never shows her face, okay? And she did like some five-minute video of her showing her face on IG. And I was like, hold on, what is going on? And I think I was being very dramatic, but like it calls you for were drama. because you are dramatic AF. I know, but if but... this thing calls for drama, because you like this, you put a picture of you and you'd be like, you can't do that. You can't show my face. Even if you do your mukbang, like it's it's like from above a certain level, we can only see like mm-hmm. your nose and your lips. So for you to just like be in a video and just like keep talking, like it was huge. I'm sure I was not the only one who messaged you and was like, "Wow, is that how you?" Oh, look? I mean, I know how. I you mean, look, but like, I'm I'm sure like to, people would have been like, "Wow, what's up?" To be honest, I think I only got like two two messages from people that like. I don't know me personally. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Who were like, wow, you look, you finally showed your face. I mean, there were some other comments, but you know, compliments make me feel weird. So I, I'm not going to say anything. Oh. But like the people who were messaging me the most were people who already know what I looked like. So I'm just like, oh, okay. you guys are dramatic AF. Like it wasn't meant to be like this wild re- um, reveal because I feel like 
if you've watched my videos, you've low-key already seen my face because sometimes the camera, like my face is a little too into the frame or whatever. So I feel like people have seen what I look like. You right. may, like not enough where maybe like if you see me outside, you'll recognize me. But, you know, and honestly, I feel like, I feel like my face and my voice are the same. And maybe I'm saying that because I am me, but I feel like my face and my voice match. So if you know what I sound like, you probably know what I look like. I assume that everybody knows what I look like based off of my voice, which is a very weird, I guess, uh, thought to have, but that's how I feel about all of these things. And guys, if you can hear like any pounding outside, I apologize. Today is a Sunday, and in my house we eat fufu on Sundays. Oh, be small. <laughs> so that's the pounding that you guys hear outside. But yeah, like that—that that was quote unquote major. But um, I just found it so amusing that when I, because I did, you know, I'm, I'm open-minded I, I feel like since I'm offering a service to people I want to be able to offer like what the people want what the people need so I'm down to like do what people like do the things that people want or expect of mama's taste showing my face is not something that's going to be like a regular occurrence uh, maybe if I have something to say and I don't necessarily have to include my face, then, you know, we'll do whatever. If I have to include my face because, you know, then fine. But it's not something that's going to be regular because, you know, I do not like showing so my face, as I said in the video. Kind of yeah, I mean, if you missed it, you missed it. And it oh, is what it is. We wouldn't see amazing IG that day. Like, you were really slack. <laughs> really slack. You missed it, you missed it. It is what it is. But yeah, like, I'm not, it's not something that I'm going to be doing. Uh, I Oh, Alex. Alex hit me up, and Alex was like, finally. Alex from Menu Finder. Because I remember you put a video of you on his um, when we went to Pomona. Yeah, when yeah. we went to Pomona for the first time, which mm-hmm. is, that was a very nice day actually. I really enjoyed that. Day. Yeah, same, same. But Alex has been trying to get me to like show my face, and yeah, I mean, so for good reason, I guess, because I think his, uh, what's the good reason? I think his argument, which to me it made sense, was that. Um, mm-hmm. People can identify with a brand when they can, you know, like they know who's behind it. Because he, right. I remember he said that um, he also used to like not show his face. Right, right. And, um, but when he started showing his face, he realized that he was getting more engagements on his videos. Mm. And he was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's, you know, like what's, what's up? Like people want to see my face and, you know, like they want to know what. And I think yeah, because I'll be honest, right? Yeah. I feel like so there were so I I go through like my viewer list basically just to like look at the stats and stuff and you know so I go through my list to see like who f- viewed what and there were a lot of like accounts that I didn't recognize 
So it just, it was weird. And that kind of fed into my anxiety a little bit because it's like people. Are you guys looking at me, that kind of thing? No, not necessarily. But it's like, okay, if the followers that I have are the ones that are like watching or looking to see my face and it's like okay cool like because you guys follow me and like you I guess if you listen to the podcast you know what I sound like Mm -hmm. you know all of that stuff but when accounts that don't know me are viewing my stories don't follow me I've never seen them in anything like no comments no likes no views nothing and so it's just like it's weird because it's like someone sent them like the video of me or my story or whatever just so that they could see what I look like it's weird I just I feel like I mean I get where Alex is coming from with the whole like increased interaction but I also don't want it to be a thing of distraction like I don't want I wanted my work to speak for itself not necessarily me speak for myself you know what I mean and also I am not the center I'm not what is being focused on. We're focusing on food. So what part do I have to play in there other than delivering the food, content, and like doing a podcast with my friend? So I so did, like that's why I don't find it important. To, to like show your face. Yeah, like it's, it's not necessary. Because- and and, and there, there's like contact information. I have an email. I have a like... A number from Mommy's Taste. So if you really want to contact me, you can always email me or call me and I'm like accessible. So it, that like idea of people can identify, not to be like an asshole or anything, but like if you if you want to reach me, you can reach me. You don't need to see my face to be able to reach me. Like everything is accessible. DMs are available, whatever the case may be, like it's all available. You just wanting to see my face, to see my face, it doesn't really make sense to me. Um, okay, but, I, I get where yeah. you're coming from, but I think in terms of like, it's like what I was saying, right? A lot of times also people are able to relate to you. I don't necessarily think they want to see your face because, oh, let me, let me contact mommy or something like that. I mean, not in that sense, but I think mm-hmm. like what happens is that when you see the face, you're like, oh, okay, this is, you know, the person and you kind of try and relate. Like, I feel like that's how mm-hmm. because I've seen it a lot of times where brands use a face so that you can identify with the brand using that face. Mm-hmm. Or even like what Alex was saying to us the other day, that when he started putting his face out there, he started getting more engagements. Because I think people mm-hmm. want to know that there's a human behind it. In the sense that, not that they hear you. I mean, you're definitely a human, but more like, okay, that's how this person is. Okay, I feel like I can, you know, I, this person looks cool, and I'm gonna like listen to her more. I'm gonna follow her blog more. You know, that kind of. Thing. See, but that's my thing, right? That's another one of my like reservations because I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm not one of those people, but there are people who choose not to patronize a service or a brand or whatever because of what the face of the brand is. I okay, actually, let me not lie. 
there is a particular um, brand in this country that I will never spend any of like one Pesla of my personal money will never go into them because there is one particular person in that team that I dislike. Now, in the event that I didn't know that that person was in that team, they would I, they would probably get some of my money. If they did an event, I would probably go. If they like had a show, I would probably go. But there's one particular person that I do not fuck with. And so for that reason, the entire set of people are not going to get anything from me. Now, I'm just one person, so I don't think I will like affect anything or change anything for them they'll get the money that they're going to get regardless whether it's my one cd or my ten thousand dollars it doesn't matter but for me it's just like let in social in this day and age of social media where people are so inconsiderate of other people's feelings and thoughts and whatever i just and this is the reason why like I have my own private like accounts for my social for media. Because yeah, exactly for my personal shit, I can talk all the shit and I can back all the shit. And if you see me in the streets, run up on me if if you're about that life. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, like that's how I feel about that. But when it comes to like something professional, I want it to stay professional. My professional opinions on things. If you don't like that, that's fine. I don't care. But like you not liking me because I say, like in my personal life, ah, for instance, we all know how much I hate Tom Brown, right? That is my. That <laughs> you guys should see that video of mommy trying Tom Brown with Poco, like the question Disgusting. and answer, trivia question and answer. That video was hilarious, man. It, it, it just, was. I just loved how mommy was like. Eh. <laughs> Listen, it was making me sick. But yes, that's my professional opinion. I hate Tom Brown. So that's how I feel about it. If, you know, people follow Mama's Taste and they don't like the fact that I hate Tom Brown and they want to unfollow, that's okay. That's fine. But I don't want it to be a situation of like, well, you know, I saw her over here talking shit about this thing. And so for that reason, fuck her and her blog. Like I like to compartmentalize my life in general. I've always been that way. So when it comes to like my professional life, my personal life, even in my personal life, there are things that are private for me and like two other people. And there are things that I can share amongst like the 40 people that follow me, you know? So I just feel like for me, and this is all me, this doesn't have to be like a rule of thumb for anybody else. It's just me. I just don't like to have that association. Like, I, I just feel like let the work do the work for itself. And if I have to step in and show my face at some point, sure. Like, I mean, I think I'm pretty cute. I'm not hiding my face from anybody. Okay. Like, I don't, okay. Give us. Give you know, I, oh, whatever. I, I like, I'm okay with like speaking to people in person. That's not a problem for me. It's just, as, as mama's taste is it yes it is mama's taste but we're focusing on the taste not on mommy so i i just feel like me showing my face all the time uh, you know really need like that but 
<laughs> yeah, that's just those are my feelings. Okay, that's. Yeah. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I totally get it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what prompted okay. you to show your face? Um, for that, you know what? <laughs> that day, I was feeling. Okay, so to get a little personal, um, 2021 started out really rough for me, like really, really rough. And, you know, I've, I've just been dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress and like just general unwellness based off of the fact that I am so anxious about everything and like the corona cases increase like just shooting up as high as they did did nothing still, to help my anxiety and it's still shooting up yes did nothing to help my anxiety and you know for the long like for a whole month the entire month of january and like maybe two-thirds of december actually i've been at home like i don't go anywhere i don't see anyone like I've just been trying to avoid as many people as possible because I live with my parents and I am obsessed with them. And so if it is a choice between going out and potentially catching the Rona and giving it to my parents over like staying home and avoiding that shit, I will always stay home and avoid that shit because I will never be able to live with myself if I know that I am the reason why I gave them the corona because I decided to go to um, Polo Beach Club or some shit like that, like that shit is dumb to me. So that's how I feel about it. So for a really long time, I've been home, not doing anything, not going anywhere, just like not even really doing work for mama's taste. And so I just felt like, you know what? new month, right? I'm trying to get my mental health back together. You know, I'm, you know, doing yoga and breathing and all these things just to like center myself, realign myself before December, you know? And so I was just like, you know what? It's a new month. I asked y'all niggas what you wanted to see for, um, (laughs) for the blog the people who know what I look like were the ones who said that they wanted to see my face but I was like you know what why not I mean I can make one video in the what six six years that I've been running mama's taste I haven't I've congratulations on that that's super impressive by the way thank you thank you thank you thank you um I don't really show my face anyway so it's fine. Like I, I could just show it that day. And then also um, I was on a specific mission. I was looking for a Jamaican food truck. So I just figured like, if I'm like, I just, I wanted it to be interactive kind of where it's like, I'm taking you guys on a journey with me as short as the journey was, but I just felt like, mm, why not like show my face, be a little more interactive and you know, be a little more personal with the people who have been following me for years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I like that you did that because, like yeah. I said, it gives people who have followed you for years and who don't know how you look like. Mm-hmm. At least it's like there's some relatability now. Like, ah, yeah, I mean, 
That's how. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I should have asked like a, a, a feedback question. Like, how did you guys feel about seeing Mama's Tapes for the first time? You, like, you should have. <laughs> I, maybe I will. Because I, like, I was very, aside from like the messages from the people that actually know me, mm-hmm. um, I, I was very curious to know what everybody else thought. Like if they thought my voice and my face match. Cause I, you know what, for me, whenever I see someone and I like never heard them speak, I always wonder if their voice will match their face. And if I see, like- Yeah, I know voice, what you mean, I, don't I know what you mean. Exactly, so like I wanted to, like I, I mean, I'm gonna ask anyways, maybe I won't get as many answers as I would like, but it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I just felt like that particular day, I was in a good mood having been in like the pits of hell for weeks. I just felt like, you know what, it's, it was nice and bright outside. I was in a good mood. I had indulged in, you know, one of my fave things and I was feeling, you know, so. You were feeling chill. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were feeling very chill. I was feeling very chill. As all, I mean, I'm general. I like to think that I'm a pretty chill person. So you are, you, you are. Know, don't worry. Regardless, I think when, yeah, you have, so. when you have the chill element, you become more chill. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll, 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 I'll tell you something later off of like sure. when we're done with this. So it's not for the. But yeah, so no, definitely not for the podcast. The feds are watching. Guys, have so. your vegetables. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. but yeah so that's why i decided to um show my face that's yeah. i like that i like that um you know it's good to always see who um you know like we're talking to uh, mm-hmm. but, um, so yeah i i fuck with it a lot and i was actually happy to see that you had done that so yeah yeah <laughs> very long video because first i was like oh maybe this is going to be like a two-minute video and then you know that's it done but it wasn't too no it was like a long ass video like no no first of all if we're gonna go by like math it was technically maybe a two a a one minute and 45 second video because each like slide or whatever is 15 seconds Mm -hmm. And so there were seven of them with my face. So it was about a minute and 45. Hmm. Not a five minute video. I well, mean, five I minutes is definitely talk. exaggeration, but like I was expecting yes. it to be for 10 seconds. No. Like, Wait, whoa. <laughs> then I wouldn't I mean, even like, be able to get my point across. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you missed it, you missed it. If you caught it, shout out to you. But yeah, who knows? Like, Maybe next just... mommy will do like the anniversary of that video, and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if there if there are like, you know what? To be honest, I do want to do more like taking you guys along with me. I probably won't show my face, but when I'm going to like new places, I want to do more like filming. I I haven't decided if I want to do like IGTV type filming or reels or like, like or something 
on the YouTube, dear. I mean, we all, I, I already have the YouTube channel, but oh, you I... Do, you do, you have your more branding thing. Yeah, but I, I, I like... Reels I are not bad, but mm-hmm. the thing with Reels is that it's it's short, right? It's like, what, 10, 20 yeah. seconds. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do some journey video like that, it has to be like, maybe like a montage of what you did that day. Right. I think I think is still possible. Because, I mean, it's like what we do with our um, review channel, right? We're like, we, you know. Right, right. Yeah. We do an IGTV, so yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll do like live stories instead of like, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I For some things, it'll just be like, if I'm going to buy, let's say, rosa plantain, then I could do like, you know, real time IG story. But if it's like, ooh, new restaurant, let's see what it looks like, then maybe we'll do like a little IGTV story type vibe. Yeah. Um, This is not food related per se, but I am like, my hands are in a bunch of different things, which is um, interesting to me. But I am, yes, I have. I've been collaborating with like one of my favorite designers ever you wore her clothes for both the day parties right i did i did she she makes my outfits for like every major event that i'm ever thank you i'll let her know you think so too um yeah so we came up with a collection together ideally it was supposed to be like a fashion show and i was gonna have a whole bunch of thickums models just modeling the stuff but unfortunately, the corona came and said, sis, sit down. This is my show. So <laughs> we couldn't really do that. But it's still going to come out. And I don't know. We'll see if, like, mama's taste will expand on that side or if we'll keep it, you know, in the corner that it's in already. But, yeah, I just, like, that's what I've been up to lately. Aside from battling my crippling anxiety i have also been like trying to channel my creativity into other avenues so yeah. love to see it we love to see each other <laughs> what have you been up to um so for me um mm-hmm. when we went on break mm. um i was also like mostly staying away from a lot of the crowded places that were there in town mm-hmm. Because um, I also live with family and I don't want to be the, you know, the reason why, you know, if I do get it or if I did get it, like, you know, infected and stuff. Um, so most of December, I did go out like twice in December, but that was the first two weeks. So like early December. Like early December, like when we recorded the podcast, mm-hmm. um, I did like, one was the day before Bloom, uh, uh, sorry, I think the day before, the day before election, uh, that was a Monday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was a holiday. So like that Sunday night, I went out to Bloom with the boys um, and we also had the girls, so <laughs> um, yeah because we ladies men uh-huh, uh-huh. okay <laughs> and then i did a week this and then right after that like that week so that was like the seventh no sixth of december and then immediately mm-hmm. the week after that i also went to bloom again that was unplanned mm-hmm. though because i'd gone for dinner with a friend and like she had to get back home at 10 30 because she was working on a sunday and this was like a okay. second so i was like oh why don't we go to bloom and you know just have like a bellini Get a little buzzed and then, you know, I'll of drop course. you on Because you know how you like these Bellinis. The Bellinis are bloom. Listen, they're really good. And I, real, I realize why they get you fucked up, right? So 
um i was uh okay wait let me come back to the bellinis after let me just finish the story so we go to bloom and i like you know it's one bellini jar um and it gets really like tipsy right like at least we share Fuck. one and the thing it gets you fucked yeah i think that's the correct terminology for it yeah it does and a normal bellini is basically um it's peach uh puree and um prosecco right mm-hmm. and bloom does their own different and i'll explain how i found out and why it's so fucked like why it gets you so like really like amped right <laughs> so i'm like okay let's do one bellini and then she was like she wants to do tequila like really? i was going to do tequila so we did like two shots of tequila we did the bellini jar and this is when we should have been like okay it's time to go home now cuz she had work the mm-hmm. next day right and it's a sunday yeah. sunday morning she had work saturday and then the problem is people started coming in that we knew hmm. i knew especially and then that of was the end, like because omi is famous oh i don't know about that but like you know Ooh, I, send, send I me more send me more you know popularity <laughs> so um we got like super um like people started coming in and actually once you're tipsy you're like you know what let's get more wasted so we start ordering more drinks and finally she had the good sense to be like okay well, maybe i'm leaving cuz you look like you know when leave so i at one point i remember i went up to her and i was like yo listen i don't think the 10:30 is happening we'll leave at 12 getting to 12 mm. i'm like fuck it let's leave at 3 o'clock in the morning and she's like Hell oh no, my god cuz she was like she has to get up at 5 in the morning for work right now. and so she at 12 o'clock was like okay well, i'm going like i have to go i'm out so i remember Goodbye. i took her out so i dropped her off and then she went and so by that time i had like a bunch of friends with uh, us with me on the table right Mm-hmm. And I remember like messaging Johnny and was like you have to come here now and he was hosting his event at East Lake on the karaoke right. that he used to do. And I was like you have to get here now and like you know and then I met like some friends I hadn't met in like years because they'd come down to mm-hmm. Ghana and mm-hmm. I ended up like I was like my basically my friend's wife she was in town and her cousin sisters and I met them like only once in 2017 so her husband mm-hmm. had messaged me and like oh she's going to come to bloom tonight to shimira and i was like oh, fuck yeah and we met and i was like yeah and i was all over the place that night like i was all over the place right and it's like i mean i had a lot of fun but then after that so i remember even mm-hmm. making plans for like december i mean obviously we were in a panoramic and you know mm-hmm. like there's obviously in the center all... of pandora's box yes and it's like we you know there's always a risk with these things right like once you go mm-hmm. out once you decide to do anything and you're going to crowd a place it's a risk 100% that was on me um mm-hmm. so i remember after that i was okay like i was fine you know i didn't get anything so like you know that's fine that's it. and after that cases started really mm-hmm. started shooting up because it was like mm-hmm. mid december mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you'd, you'd hear like oh this guy went to and he scored it oh my god and it stopped being friends of friends it started becoming friends yeah and that's when it started being like you know what this is hitting too close to home now yeah mm-hmm. and so eventually i just like said you know fuck it so i didn't even visit any of the popular spots and like i didn't go mm-hmm. anywhere after that bloom episode um anywhere i went i was masked up and like people were yeah. always looking at me like is he crazy and i'm like hold on how am i the crazy one for wearing a right? mask in your office and i and basically like you know december finished There was one event I wanted to attend which was um Plan B. It was like this mm-hmm. event where they had like I think 10 to 15 um I think it was called Plan B and yeah mm-hmm. uh, there are like these stalls like and you you paid like an amount to get in and they would give you like samples from each place so you like you'd end up getting yeah. and my and then if the DJ played there so it was really good but unfortunately I was tired of that day so I couldn't go. 
and it really like it really hurt me because like now I want to go for this. So I'm hoping to do another event again. Mm-hmm. And I heard that it was really good. It was really fun. There was a lot of nice people there, a lot of cool people. Like it was very good. Like basically. yeah. So I'm really looking forward to doing that um, again. I mean, sorry, if I'm looking forward one, to that yeah. event if it ever happens, so that I can go for it. But with the way things are right mm-hmm. now, doing an event is not a good idea because it's not a good idea. Too many yeah. people are getting infected. I know too many people who have lost loved ones to this, so it's become mm-hmm. difficult. So even the president had to come out and you know, like I think eventually got to like you know tipping point. So the president of Ghana came and then he was like, you know, um, no more like events, nothing. And restaurants are open, but he's told them that um, I think they have to close after a point. Like they can't be open till like. After 10 p.m. or something. And oh, where? Since when? I think, like, I mean, I've heard stories of like police going to shut these places down because the more you're allowing people to like to be open late night, the more people want mm-hmm. to come out, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. And he's also encouraged like restaurants to like do more deliveries and pickups and like give limited seating to people who are coming to like have food there to reduce the thing. So I hope like you know people take this seriously. So yeah. Personally, I have my own like concerns. Yeah, I have my own feelings about like how the president handled December. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm still trying to decide if I want to like even talk about that or not. I just all I'm gonna say is I feel like he handled December poorly. And it, it just sucks. Like, I feel like the people who are supposed to be making sure that we're not dying don't care because it's like they don't have, I like, human beings inherently are selfish. Like, let's just take it as that. We, I think we were born selfish and it just is what it is, right? Yeah. But it, it just saddens me that the 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 don't you know wagging the finger at restaurants and 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 parties and shit like that happened after we had five thousand new cases of the rona in in a in a month like at this point the damage has already been done i've lost people people i know have lost people like too many people have died because of the corona. There are too many people in the hospital who are having complications that just like came out of nowhere. Too many things have happened and you coming on TV and wagging your finger is too late. No one gives a fuck anymore. The, the wagging of fingers should have happened right at the beginning because you know that you have opened up your country to all the foreigners in the world. And all the foreigners in the world are trying to escape their country. The the UK specifically are in like what tier 22 right now? (laughs) They can't go anywhere. But exactly. But you thought it was okay to have them come bringing their new strain of the Rona, which is more transmissible and more deadly than the other one. And we don't even have the health services to back that shit up. So then what was the point? You have all sorts of people, like, I don't know how true this is, but I heard this story of a family, an entire family came and they all died. 
Yeah, I, 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 I heard about this on Twitter. I saw this on Twitter, actually. I remember. Yeah, I don't know if it's true. If it is true, that is so wild. And my thing is, how could you not be preemptive? Like, how could you not foresee that this is the type of shit that was going to happen? That we were going to have more people in Accra than we've had all year. And so by default, transmission is like, people are going to get sick. Period. But I like I I'm 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 just very tired of like every week hearing that someone I know or someone I knows something has died. Like it's tiring. And 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 I think the thing that is even like increasing me personally, my anxiety is that there doesn't seem to be any like no one gives a fuck, you know what I mean? Like, okay, don't go to funeral, like funerals and parties or whatever are limited to 25 people. Yeah. I, I can decide to not even have a funeral, but the point of the matter is the person who's dead is already dead and they didn't have to be dead. You know, like the, there could have been stricter regulations put in place. That 25 people party thing should have been happened. And it's like, also, in as much as the officials are supposed to like keep an eye on these things, so many other businesses are just like, nah, fuck that shit. Like we know Twist was open. We know Ace Tantra was open. We know all these hoes were open. And yet they will be, some of them will now be releasing statements that we are categorically stating that we are not open. Like, why are we stupid? We don't know what the inside of Twist looks like. We don't know what the inside of Ace Tantra looks like. Like, it's like. Yeah, because I remember when the Davido and Burner Boy fight happened. Bruh, it was some, some newspaper or some here. one of those news websites were like Twist Club. And then they came out and they were like, you know, it's not Twist Club, it's Twist Lounge. Who are you and, fooling? You know, Who are you fooling? It's semantics. Like, don't come and use English to try and blind people because we still know what the fuck is going on. Can I use your big, big English to try and deceive people? Like, that shit is played now. But, like I said, I, I've decided to take things into my own hands so I don't go anywhere. I stay double masked up if I have to go, like, buy groceries or whatever. But for the most part, and, you know, like, and you know what really kills me the thing that hurts me the most is that there are people who don't have that choice i am privileged enough where i can work from home i don't have to go i don't have to leave my bedroom if i don't want to like i don't have to but there are people who have no choice they aren't privileged they're not rich enough to be home or work for themselves or leave the country or like they're they don't have it they have no choice but to be out there in the streets Dealing with the people who are number one reckless and know that they have it, but are still out here in the streets because enjoyment, or like they have no choice but to be like the nurses, the janitors in hospitals, and like all these people have no choice but to be out there. They don't have a choice. And so it's like, why, don't you want to protect the people that don't have a choice by making sure that the people who do have choices are kept in check? It's like there are so many, and and I think like, like, I'm it, 
am I the issue? Like, do do other people not see the wildness of this shit? Like, because if I can see it, I don't understand how people who have been elected to have the people's best interests at heart cannot see what the fuck is going on. True. But, yeah, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I know where you're coming from. Like, it, you know, like I've, I've lost friends. Um, I mean, sorry, friends of mine have lost their family members to mm-hmm. like, the corona. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just been, you know, one problem after the other. Mm-hmm. And I think also eventually accountability also lies with us as people, right? Yes, because, mm-hmm, for sure. Because it's like I said in the beginning itself, me choosing to go to Bloom even those two weeks was definitely on me that if I ended up getting the corona, then I have no one to blame mm-hmm. for myself because mm-hmm. I wanted to go in. So it's obviously a risk. And no matter how much you're like, you know, oh, I was in an open space, I was masked up, I was this. The problem now that also happens is that you might be careful, but maybe the person you're seeing or the people around you are not careful. And mm-hmm. there lies the problem because you can, like, I've spoken to too many people who are like, you, I didn't even go out and I still got it. And I'm like, you know, at this point now, it's very, um, it's rigged. Like, it's against you. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like how we all go to work. Some of us maybe have our car, we can go, so we can sit in our car and go. Person who's also coming to the office with you might take public transport and come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no way to know. They might be careful again because you know maybe they. But the people they're sitting with maybe they don't care. They are not wearing their masks. There's nothing. Yeah. So it's it's very like it's rigged. So a lot of I think education. I mean not even education, but I think there needs to be more like public service announcements about this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a thing now that they were like, oh, the UK variant is more is the dominant strain in Ghana right now. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, like, research. Uh, I think one of the scientific uh, institutes of ours in Ghana have done that. And it's come out now, like, basically, now the UK strain is more dominant than the, um, the, the, the other first one. Yeah, the first one. That was, like, the normal strain. So, yeah, it's crazy times that we live in. Um, and... But I think, like I said, at this point... It didn't have to be like this. I mean, yeah, but at this point now, it's like everything, it's it's in you as a, like, your hand. So ever since, like, you know, by the end of December, I just stopped going out, like, mm-hmm. um, at much, even I remember um, I was, people would be like, so me, where are you going, you know? Or you, you <laughs> like, yeah. And I would be telling people that, nah, bro, I'm actually, you know, like, not going anywhere in my home. Or, like, yeah. I'm going to a friend's place and we're going to sit there. Or I'm going, or it's like I'm going for dinner and that's it. I'm going back home. And I think even my parents were very surprised. They were like, "What the fuck has happened to you?" Like, you know, like you <laughs> I'm not trying to die and I'm us. not trying to kill y'all. Yeah, I mean, as aside, like, I mean, I don't want to kill myself. Right? So it's like, so it's like, ah, for you that you don't like staying in this house, why is that all of a sudden the house is like your only sanctuary? And I was like, nah, because it's time to be careful. Because because it's the safest place. Place, yeah, because. Before, in like when they lifted lockdown and things, cases were fine. They were still controllable. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like June, July, mm-hmm. August, they weren't too bad. There were cases going on. People were getting mm-hmm. it. But it looked like it was in control. So you could still afford to go out and, you know, mm-hmm. dilly-dally, I guess, and you know, have your fun and come back and that kind of thing. But after a point, it, you know, like it was, you know, once 
once December happened, that's when you knew that, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I think it's time to just sit in my exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I think that's exactly what happened. Like, I feel like the reason why the cases were so controllable before was because honestly, we weren't really having events. Like we, yes, we would go out to dinner or to lunch or wherever, but it's like, we're, we're good. Like The other thing also like, was that um, travel was not, you know, like the airports only open in like, um, what do you call it? Um, the airports only opened in, um, was it when? They opened, it opened in September, right? Yeah, I feel like it was September, October. They opened in September. It was like the first week of September that they opened it. Because mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. um, that's what happened. So I think like as at that point, because travel was not allowed, um, mm-hmm. people were still okay. But the minute they opened the airport, like that's it. Mm-hmm. That was when the, you know, like that's when everything I think went to shit. From then yeah. On. yeah and even then, the travel wasn't too bad, I think, because, you know, some countries are not letting you fly, you couldn't go, and it was difficult. And yeah. December was just, like, peak. And it was crazy for me, because I actually thought that this December would be very quiet. Or me like, too. I me thought there would be, too. like, you know, maybe me pop-ups, too. and that was it. Like, there won't be wide-scale events. But people actually did events, and they cashed out, and that was a crazy yeah. part for me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there was even, like, a whole... Um, like you had like the Polo Beach Club, which was like 22 days. Still don't mm-hmm. know why it was for 22 days. Um, I even got some backlash for it for voicing out my opinion. But yeah, she's a dumbass. <laughs> and, um, and, she, and 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 she can run up on me if she likes, if she wants to smoke. She's still a dumbass. <laughs> oh, we we are we are cool. Mm-hmm. Like that. I mean, like yeah, but like it was it was wild to me that you know this is what's like happening and you know the events going on. Um, and I think one of the biggest scams that I saw was um, we are main, um, pro- the COVID protocols or whatever. Oh, and that such is such like, a fucking lie. That is like the biggest scam that happened, right? Because nobody maintained no fucking COVID protocols. Nope. There was no social distancing. There were no masks. There were no, like, no one even washes their hands outside when they get to a place anymore. Like, and, and this is wild to me because, like, even, like, supermarkets that were, um, that I go to, right, there is, like, a sink and... Yeah, yeah, so fair way, for instance. Fully stocked, I was, right? I was very impressed with how um, they have, like, a sink outside. Um, when yes, you go inside, but, They have, like, this contraption for you to step on which then yes. presses the sanitizer so you the don't water. even touch the sanitizer. Like, All of that. Yeah, like it's very impressive. And I like, you know, like I like stuff like that. Like it's good. But there are, but there are still people who like, I can't count the number of times I've been to Fairway and I've seen someone just walk straight in without washing their hands. And so for that reason, right, for me, I mean, granted they have their mask on or whatever, but for me, Whenever I go to a supermarket, if I buy something that is like packaged, the moment I get home, I spritz that hole down with like yeah, yeah. Uh, My mom alcohol that and all. I wipe everything down. Yes. Like, it's not just, you know, like. No, we don't put it away straight away. You spritz that hole 
within an inch of its life, like spritz everything. And then when I'm done, clean the counter that the things were on. Like I am not taking any chances whatsoever. And right now, double masking is the way to go. Yeah, double masking is the way to go, especially with the new. Yeah. I'm just people are just lucky that I I don't have access to a hazmat suit because that's what I would be pulling up in. Period. Like I would I would be fully decked out in a hazmat suit if it wasn't something that was like for professional use. use I yeah. would be in a hazmat suit for real because it's like people don't. The thing that it just it it breaks my heart that people don't give a fuck, and 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 it's like people are waiting for like their family member or something to die before they care like why does that have to be the issue like why do you why does someone close to you have to die before you take this shit seriously like I know like one of my um parents friends right Mm -hmm. he lost his sister and I think his cousin or something because their children were out in the streets got the Rona and infected them with it. Now, obviously they're older. So their chances of survival are already limited. And then on top of that, it was probably the new strain that they got. So it was just like, for me, it's just like, would you be able to live with yourself if you were the one who brought the Corona into your house and gave it to your parents? And they died because of you. Would you be able to live with yourself? Because I can't. Because knock on wood, God forbid, if I were to get it and give it to my parents, if they die, I too must die. We all die. Let's all go. Because at that point, what would be the point of my existence? Existence. Yeah, I get it. It it would make no sense. So, like, I haven't... I, I used to, like, be able to hug my... Like, obviously, like, in lockdown and all of that, we knew that none of us had the Rona and we weren't going anywhere. So, you know, I could always hug my mother. I haven't hugged my mother in months because I am afraid that like, if I have a slight headache or, and the thing that's even killing me now is the symptoms are changing. So it's not even, oh, I have a cough, I have a headache or- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were even saying, so another thing that, you know, they've still been sticking on to is that they read your temperature at these places, right? Mm-hmm. And temperature reading is not helping now because people don't get a fever with it now. Um, mm-hmm. A better way to, they were saying, to screen people who might or not have it is to use taste and smell indicators. Okay. Because more people can't smell and taste um, because of the... Like, still? The I mean, like, one of the major symptoms of corona is that, it, you know, it attacks your, like, nose and your tongue. Like, I mean, your taste region and your nose. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't smell um, whatever, um, you know. So they were even, like, it's better to start using taste and smell indicators than doing mm-hmm. temperature gun readings because they're not conclusive. Like, right. you might not have a fever, but you still have the corona. Now what? But nose and this thing is still a better indicator. Mm. And how about how about just don't go anywhere if you don't have to go don't i mean go. like i'm talking about like the supermarket and stuff like if you have to buy groceries. yeah i mean but that one day i mean you're in and out really quick so 
you know that's and and i mean i don't speak to anyone when i go to the supermarket i'm assuming i'm hoping no one like we're not here to have conversations i just came to get some some fruit and some candy and go home (laughs) so like let's not talk to each other if i for me i mean even before the rona i've always been a germaphobe so if i go to the yeah, supermarket and i i i always have sanitizer like wipes all of that stuff because i money <laughs> is dirty money is absolutely filthy and if i don't catch the rona from money i'll you can't catch cholera like anything so for me the moment i touch money i'm washing my hands or sanitizing my hands till i get home and then i can wash my hands properly in my house ever since i can remember if you come from outside the first thing you do is go and wash your hands you go and wash your hands your outside shoes are left yeah, at yeah, the yeah. door if my mom insists on that like yeah we do not bring outside no no outside shoes inside mm-hmm. no outside clothes on the bed like we don't do that so the I think that's kind of been like a saving grace for me and my family is regardless like we always wash our hands even when we're at home random like every hour you wash your hands at least once and just go back to sit down in your couch if that's what you are doing like we're very careful so for me it's like I well I'm in and out of the supermarket I'm not trying to be here for too long and my mother who goes to like the market market the market is outside so she goes, she gets her tomatoes. She, and, shout out to my mother. She does not like change. So she goes with the money. The, pe, 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 pe. If she's buying five CDs worth of tomatoes, she's giving you five CDs, no change. No, like we're not exchanging anything. She, like the women have tied the tomatoes or whatever into like bags or whatever. So she'll come home and spray the bag down wipe it down, wash the tomatoes in the sink anyways, and then like put them back in the fridge or whatever. So like we're very insistent on making sure that everything, you know, is clean and sanitized and all of that stuff. And then also we avoid people like the plague. So I think you know. it's done a lot of good. <laughs> I mean, doing that, I think has helped a lot of people. So yeah. Yeah. People need to keep doing that. Keep washing your hands. Wear two masks now. I I do like the blue disposable ones and a cotton like cloth one. Yeah. So the disposable one is underneath, and then the cloth one is over it. Oh. And okay. And then yeah, we move. So I'm not playing games not taking any risks. I don't talk to people. People shouldn't talk to me. If you want to talk to me, you can stay six feet away from me and talk to me. I better yet, just text me. Texting is, in fact, I've been doing a lot of video calls actually during this time. Yeah, like we don't have to do, we don't have to be out here. Cause I like, I just feel like, can we not, can we not chill and just like, everybody just relax at home let the pandemic pass or at least be controllable 
and then we can jam. Like we all want to jam. Everybody wants to jam. Definitely, because it's frustrating just you know always saying because you want to like experience something, which is you know it's, it's a very justifiable like you know um, thought process to say. And I mean, like I get it. I get it for the people who like like being out. Like for me, it's easy for me to say this because I don't really want to be in the middle of a club. I don't want to be in the midst of more than 30 people. I don't like those types of jams. For me, it's going out of town, it's you know, going to the beach or whatever. But I like to go out of town with my friends. I can't do that if like the chance that one of my friends, even if I go out of town with like um, nine people, Who's to say one of them doesn't have it and then they exactly. infect all the exactly. like it's so we can wait. Like let everybody let let these cases chill, you know, and then we move. The enjoyment will always be there. Like a twist isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Wait. It's just very frustrating and I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready for Pandora's box to close because right now we are in the middle of the books and people are still still moving things around in pandora why why is your hand inside pandora's box tell me i don't understand and you're moving things around the box shouldn't even be open i'm tired i'm ready for all of this to be over so i can give my mother a hug that's really it same here because you know like uh, even at home we've been like social distancing yeah bro i, like, I go to work my dad, my dad goes to work so it's like even when i'm eating food like we all don't eat in the same space i probably eat yeah. in or in the tv room they eat in their room and it's it's not what it's not it fun be like it's not fun definitely it's, it's very yeah but you know. oh. i'm not happy i'm ready for it to be over True. I, I'm, I'm totally with you on this. So yeah. Yeah. But, anyway, but I think we've kind of like spoken for a long time because we're not yeah. bound by studio time. I think like, yeah, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to ask you, um, you mm-hmm. were influencing a bunch of us the other day with your Jamaican um, food. The other day, uh-huh. you got like your chicken. Cause I saw Johnny get it, another person get it. I know they all saw your story and, you know, because nobody else had posted around that time. But <laughs> what is the place called and how is the food there like? Okay, so um, it's called Deja Vu's. I think the owner is called Deja. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Deja Vu. Um, I, I think it's D-E-I-J-A- VU, I like DM me and I'll send you their page. I'll like I'll or we can link it in the. Um, we can link it in the in the show notes. In the bio, yeah, in the in the in the show's bio, whatever. But yeah, so Deja Vu's um, Jamaican food truck. It's in airport residential area. Oh, okay. Um, you can Google it actually. There's a like it's in Google it's in Google Maps, so you can Google it. Um, it's actually pretty pretty easy to find. So um, yeah, I mean the food was good. I'm go- I want to do like a 
Jamaican food series. So that was one, that was number one on my list. I'm going to do Kingston Kitchen and then um, oh, yeah, Crave. That place as well. like, yes, definitely want to, looking forward to trying um, Kingston Kitchen. See, okay, this is all on me. Like the food looks so good, right? But I have such deep <laughs> commitment issues <laughs> with like everything. So, um, so the thing with Kingston Kitchen is they have like specific days that they like deliver, which I totally understand because, you know, consolidate it and then send it all out at once, right? Which I, I'm, I'm very here for. But for me, because I know how fickle my desires for food are, like I, I just feel like if I order it today, I won't want to eat it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I, if I want it today, I want it today. So I have to want it that day, but I also cannot preemptively um, predict. I cannot predict when I'm going to want it. Exactly. So I can't say, okay, you know what? On Friday, I'm going to want to eat this on Friday, because guess what? Friday is going to pop up and I'm not going to want it. And then it's just going to be like, I won't enjoy it because I didn't really want it. And so that's kind of what has like, um, I wouldn't say thrown me off, but that's where the hesitation lies in my commitment issues that I guess I have to talk to my therapist about. But um, I I just like, if I don't um, get it when I want it, I don't want it anymore. It sounds very spoiled, but if I want something today, I, I need to get it today. Otherwise, I do not want it anymore. So I'm fine, I guess. It, it sounds kind of bratty. Like, even I can say that it sounds kind of bratty. It's, you know, but it is what it is. I, I don't care. But yeah, so I want to do like a cute little um, Jamaican food series. I'm going to try different things um, from different. There's even Jamrock as well for Jamaican food. Yeah, okay. So I've had Jamrock before, right? And again, like I said, if I don't want it, I don't enjoy it. And at the time, this was like years ago, right? So um, one of my uh, friends took me with him because he had just moved from England and he was missing like Jamaican food because it's... uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's like a major thing in England. So he was missing it, and so we went to. I think it is because they have like you know like Jamaicans there. Right, right. And so we went, and he fully enjoyed his meal. But because I didn't really want it, and I just went with him to go with him, I didn't enjoy. Like it tasted good, but I wasn't like ooh mind blown or anything, right? So that's on me. But um, I've had that before, so I don't think I will again. I just want to try different things from different places. So I want to try, like I know Jamaican food isn't like one staple, basically. So I just want to try like different things on different menus. So I'm going to make sure that if I've, like for instance, I had chicken, um, at Deja Vu's. I'm not going to do chicken with Kingston um, Kitchen or with Crave. I'm going to do 
like maybe oxtail or curried goat or something like that. Yeah. So that, you know, give it a little more um, diversity. So once I have gotten all three, I will make like a, a full on proper review and put that up on the blog. But the food was good. I, I can say that. I, I'm, I'll go into detail about like um, other things, but the food tasted good. I saw um, Alex post something recently on his IG about um, that menu finder. Kingston Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was something oxtail, and I was like, mm, that looks good. Yeah. yeah. Oxtail, oxtail. I, I haven't had like oxtail done that way, but I've had oxtail stew, like Ghanaian stew, and it's good. Oxtail is nice. So I can only imagine that if it's like, because it looks like something that has been slow cooked, so you know it's just gonna fall off the bone. Well, okay, all right, all right. And I like I'm I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, I'll keep you guys posted on. Like, so go and check out how it goes. Mommy stays. I mean, obviously at this point, if you're listening to the podcast, you will know. And also go go follow Omi the foodie because Omi, Omkar the home car, finally has an Instagram page dedicated to all the food that he eats. You know, he's living his food blogger dreams. I'm very happy for him. Go follow Omi the food. (laughs) (laughs) But I was told, like, I mean, a lot of people have, you know, like, I mean, whenever I'd go anywhere, I'd always just review it on Twitter, right? Because that's where I have an audience. um, Yeah. In terms of, like, following. Like, I have a lot of Mm -hmm, followers mm -hmm. there. And everybody, like, you should go into food blogging. And I was like, it's not easy being, I mean, there's an appeal to it, but it's not easy being a food blogger because I think we've even spoken about this on the podcast. Like, you know, I think, um, right. a food blog, I think it was Zubi or something. I don't remember who, but we, one of those episodes where it was like, it gets difficult after a point describing food, right? Because it's yeah. like, it's only yeah. so good. it was fantastic or so excellent. The meat was this, and you have to be innovative. You have to also put in money and, you know, like time into this and, you know, consistency. Ah. And for me... And you I'm need to plan sure. that shit. I like, like, my short blurbs. Like, I had this, I had that. It was really good. You guys go and try it out. Like, that's about it. Like, I mean, because I keep using the same adjectives because, you know, it's like, I don't have a thesaurus mm-hmm. next to me to be like, you know, <laughs> so, you know, like, you know, it'd it, it be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> So eventually I was, but then I would take a lot of pictures and I'm like my Snapchat is what I use to take pictures of food. So I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Actually, let me just have a page for food pictures. And I tag the places yeah. that, you know, so if you feel like inclined, so I tell you the name of the dish and I'm like this. And so I've started it, started like November or something. Um, got like hundred and something mm-hmm. plus followers and it's growing. And, you know, like people from Twitter have showed me a lot of support. Um, so yeah, I like what's happening with it. I have to still visit a lot more new places and, you know, I have to even order in as well so that, you know, mm-hmm. I can show the food and stuff. So yeah. So yeah, thank you for the shout out on me on that. So yeah, it's called Omi yeah. the Foodie. So there's Omi the yes, Foodie. Yes, you know, And then there's Omi the Foodie as well. I do want to ask you though, what, I mean, you. I know you don't consider yourself a food blogger, but you kind of are. So what kind of advice would you give? Like you kind of just like started taking it serious, serious, I guess. So what kind of advice would you give to someone who wants to start food blogging in this social media era? 
exactly? Um, I think, you know, um, first of all, um, I, I think, first of all, you need to be consistent. Um, a lot of times mm -hmm. people start out with like, they come with like a full ship bang. They're like, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And it never works out. Like if, so you see like your posts, maybe not getting that many likes or maybe that many shares. Mm -hmm. And it's, I won't deny it's disheartening, but the idea is that when anyone starts, they never start out with like thousand followers at once, right? You have to be consistent. Yeah. The more you keep putting out, the more you keep sharing. And over time, I'll be inclined to be like, you know what, maybe I should, you know, check out this person's like video or blog mm -hmm. or maybe the, the video content that they're putting out. Because everybody's also doing something, right? Um, the other thing mm -hmm. I'd also, also say is that try and be unique in whatever way that you mm. can be. Because um, it's it's not there's no problem in taking inspiration. Because I also take inspiration from others. I also read like other food bloggers or like food enthusiasts, mm -hmm. food people. Um, and just to get an idea of how to do things, maybe the way I take pictures is not the best. So then you know, like I look at mommy's stuff, and then you know, like she's very professional with it. Or, like, Alex, <laughs> Alex just blew me away because I remember we went to Pomona, and you know, like he kept mm -hmm. going to the bar because the lighting was not good or where we were sitting, and it, it, this is somebody who's dedicated to their craft because this is their bread and yeah. butter, right? So if he doesn't take in the effort to put that shot there, you know, and this also in turn helps him because Pomona's like, wow, and you know, like we got freebies after that, you know. Yeah. Um, shout out to Alex for that. Like we got free desserts and stuff that was on the house. And they also benefit from this, right? Because he has like 10, 20,000 followers on his IG. So that many people seeing that were like, wow, that, that pasta looks really good. I should come and try this place that's how it spreads like how how does anything happen so coming back to my point i think consistency is key uh and be unique in whatever way you can whatever whatever mm -hmm. makes you as a person just try and put that into your um your work as well and eventually you know take care. very sound advice actually some pieces that i'll take from myself actually ah, i've inspired the food so. blogger herself <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> I am not that special I wish I was no but I mean one of the reasons like we even became friends is because um I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast I probably have but like for those who have not heard the story um I think when I came back to Ghana I was looking for like because I've always been like a foodie or food enthusiast mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. foodie and whatever mm -hmm. the term is for those things and it's always been from a young age because my mom also brought that in me so when I was in India, also I'd like to go to places, have this like lot. And one thing about India is that because it's so huge, like there's so many places from fine dining to like hole in the wall kind of places. And food is really obviously excellent. And you know, you've got like the Indian food itself, you've got and India again being such a huge country, there's so many variants in the food itself to like international food. Like you could go to this place for great Mexican or great breakfast, great Italian. When I came back to Ghana, I was like, I need to know who the food bloggers are here because normally a food blogger is the entry point to, it's either Google, that'll tell you, TripAdvisor, right. um, but they are more, I mean, they also work on reviews from people, right? So people also have to take the time to review these places. I used to actually do that a lot on Google reviews. I need to go back and start doing that again. And food mm -hmm. bloggers give you, I think, an on the ground kind of view, like, you know, it's more personal because it's a person like giving you a whole breakdown that, 
I went here, I ordered this, this was how the service was, um, this person did this, that person did this. So it's very interesting, right? So I remember I was looking for food bloggers and you were one of the ones that came like, I mean, I think either I had food blog and Ghana, something, and I found your, I found your blog and then I found mm-hmm. your Twitter. That's how I found you because I typed food bloggers in Ghana or something at that point and, you know, like you came up. So then obviously I became a fanboy and then um, I remember I met Mami <laughs> at um, Venus and I was like, and it was me and Johnny and me and Johnny by then had like, you know, started following um, Mommy's taste, and we're like, oh my god, this is my man. I think she was so embarrassed. <laughs> you know, yes, it, it, it literally still yeah, freaks but, me I mean, out take, when take, like, take people do that. Yeah, like, but you should be happy, you should be proud. Like, yeah, we're fanboys. <laughs> eventually, eventually, mommy couldn't uh, resist my charm, and she, so we made this podcast. Of course not. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Who but, yeah, has like, ever been able to time, resist your charm? Of course, nobody can. You know, it's like, you know. <laughs> But yeah, so um, it's good to also see. I'm, I'm and I think Alex made a pertinent point that day on our podcast that it's good to see. It's we should not view other food bloggers as competition. There should actually be a way to, um, you know, like join forces because mm-hmm. the way you review food is very different from how that person does it. So on a joint right. thing, it brings out the best in you, and you get more like. And that person's followers might follow you. Your followers might follow them. So it's it's good to do this joint thing. And I like what Alex has been doing. Akusua has also been doing that. Zubi has been doing that. So yeah, uh, me and Mami also have done our bit by calling them on our podcast to talk to them. We've got Zubi, we've had Akusua, we've got, um, we had Alex. Um, we even had, um, I think they did from Cool Scoops. Who, used, who has that? Yes, we did. What's her page called? Accra Craves? Yeah, Accra Craves, yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't, do you remember saying that she said that she's not as active as she was on it before? But like, and we're still also looking for more food bloggers and start to talk to them about how they do their, their thought process. So, yeah. I agree. So, yeah, basically that's <laughs> the breakdown of our November, I mean, our December, January. Well, <clears throat> um, yeah, eventually we'll be, you know, we'll, we'll get more guests on and stuff. Uh, we might have yes. to stick with Zoom for the time being because, you know, mm-hmm. Eventually, out. Although I do have like some. Um, I already some miss waxing a lot. Have... <laughs> I know. I know waxing misses because when I went to record the other time, and it's like, where have you been? Like, it's been ages. Like, why haven't you know? That's like we just got caught up in life and blah blah blah. But so you're very happy to see us. I'm sure once what's your flavor also goes, then you know, you'll also. Like very happy yeah, I miss Waxy too, but I do have like a few um, reviews planned mm-hmm. that I'll be um, working on soon. So we look forward to it. Hopefully. And also, yeah. the IG page will also, you know, we'll have to in- innovate and adapt for our reviews. Yes, so we're definitely yes. because I think last year we really started with some Vim. <clears throat> we were like, yeah, we're gonna do this. <laughs> did a button, and then Corona was just like, fuck you. So. Now yes, we have to adapt was. to this era all over again. So yeah, but hopefully you know things get better. So yeah. Yes, I agree. So, mommy, I think it's time. We've actually recorded for a very long time. I feel like. Uh, yeah, I'm proud of us. We've done well. Yeah, I mean, half of it was like a rant over. 
I mean, at the end of the day, but... it's food for thought. I always say that because we've done this before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on, food for so we still <laughs> stuck with our program and agenda because that's how we are with the cool podcast, you know, best podcast in Ghana. We love to see it. Yeah. So yeah, um, guys, anytime you have any feedback for us, anything, you know, just let us know. Um, you have our IG, you have our Twitter. So yeah, just hit us up on any, or you can individually message me or mommy and we're always there to listen to your queries and responses. And yes, we are. So what were you again, mommy? <clears throat> Shit, what was I? With the penne y vodka pasta. Yes. Penne a la vodka, that's right. That was the chicken sandwich from Burger, from Burger King. Yeah. So this was What's Your Flavor. Thank you for listening Ooh. to us. Uh, it's been a kind of a long episode, but I hope it was worth your time and listening to us for so long. So, yeah. Thank you so much always. And always thank you so much, guys, for the the support, loyalty, the listens. Yeah. I was checking the and numbers. The feedback. We have like close to 1,000 listens on our old episode. Like, That's wow. Yeah, we're like 900. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it, it's all down to like our listeners. So we're really appreciative of it, uh, and thank you to our crowd there also for giving us the platform as always. So yeah, yep, yep. And that's what's your flavor. Bye. Woo.